Welcome to the Border Chronicle audio podcast. This is our first dispatch of 2022. So a very happy new year to you all. It is also amazing that it's been a full year since the Joe Biden administration took office. And that is exactly what we'll be contemplating today. Um, from a broad uh, border perspective, but also honing in more specifically on the immigration detention system. So luckily, I have a leading expert, Cesar Cuatemoc Garcia Hernandez, who will be joining me for the next half an hour. Uh, Cesar is a, an author, a lawyer, an, an immigration scholar, a law professor at, at Ohio State University, and he brings all kinds of insight and expertise to this topic. Um, he, he was born and raised in McAllen, Texas, um, right in the southern Texas borderlands. And his most recent book is titled Migrating to Prison, America's Obsession with Locking Up Immigrants. So with that lens, he, we analyze and assess, or Cesar analyzes and assesses the past year of the Biden administration, but at the same time, and just as important, or I would even say more importantly, he looks at what we should be looking at in 2022. Like what are the different things, dynamics, patterns that we should be looking at in this year, especially as we approach the midterm elections. Thank you for joining us today. Um, this this interview for me had, was very informative and insightful. Well, thank you very much, Cesar, for, for joining me. I mean, I really want to hear your assessment of the first year. Here we are in January. We're at one year of the Biden administration. And I really do want to hear your assessment of that first year, um, especially in terms of immigrant detention. But first, I just wanted to start out with a, a broader, more contextual question. I mean, first of all, what was our campaign promises from the Biden administration about what he was going to change in terms of immigrant detention? What exactly would he be changing? Um, is it just uh, changes coming from what was done in the Trump administration or were or are the changes more profound and come from a deeper history? So I was wondering if you could just start us off by talking about that bigger, broader context. Yeah, well, thanks so much um, for for um, uh, starting off by by thinking more broadly, um, not just about what's happening right now in January 2022, but what 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 was um, the promise that the Biden Harris campaign um, uh, made um, to to the public, and 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 how is that similar or different from where we are today? And yeah, you know, I'll say when when it when it came to um, the the campaign's immigration platform. Platform, they 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 heavily emphasize a, a shift in tenor, a shift in rhetoric, a shift in the tone with which um, uh, both individual officials within the administration would talk about immigration and immigrants, and and of course a, a change in, in in policy as well. And when it comes to the change in tenor and change in tone and rhetoric, of course we've seen that um, from the president on down. Um, you know, the way in which um, people talk in the in the Biden and Harris administration talk about immigrants is 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 radically different from the 
the way that we got accustomed um, to hearing from the Trump administration. And I think that is a very welcome and, and it, it is a meaningful um, uh, shift. Um, words matter. Um, and and as a result, I think the way in which we talk about um, immigration and immigrants themselves is is hugely important. Um, but when it comes to immigration detention policy, the, the administration or rather the campaign um, was fairly narrow in its promises, I think, um, in, in that yeah, they, 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 they never really uh, promised to pull back in any dramatic um, uh, manner from using detention as a core component of the, the incoming administration's immigration enforcement tactics. And, and, and we've seen exactly that. The one promise area or the one area in which the administration or rather the campaign did promise um, a very uh, specific uh, um, and meaningful um, uh, change was was to um, end the use of for-profit detention. Um, depending on which statements you look at, maybe that was broadly ending for-profit uh, 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 immigration detention generally, or maybe in some some statements seemed to seemed to indicate that they were just thinking about asylum seekers, um, not putting asylum seekers in for-profit immigration prisons. Um, regardless of which of those, the narrow or the or the broad version of those promises um, we look at, what we see a year out is that that has not happened. Um, and there's really no movement um, in that direction. We have seen the, the, the administration um, push the Justice Department to start to um, end its relationship with private prison companies in the standard federal criminal um, uh, imprisonment context, but we have not seen a similar move in the immigration context directed by, um, by uh, the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency. Um, so we're still, we're still waiting to see whether or not the, that, that promise, um, is, is something that the administration is, is, is going to, um, try to, um, make real. Is there pressure on the administration to fulfill that particular promise around private immigration detention? Yeah, certainly the advocacy community has not forgotten. Um, and, 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 and it's one of, uh, a growing list of, of sources of frustration, um, certainly from, you know, big picture comprehensive immigration reform that has completely, um, uh, run into the, the, the uh, uh, congressional roadblocks, um, to very, you know, more, more, uh, uh, narrow, um, uh, more defined, uh, clearly defined, uh, proposals like, like ending the for use of for-profit, uh, detention centers in, in, in the immigration context. I mean, we, we've seen very little, um, on the, uh, from the administration in, in, and making those real and and so um activists um you know activists don't have short memories uh and 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 um at this point one uh we're, we are seeing um the the activist community that was um uh, quite instrumental in pushing back against the trump administration and helping to push um the biden harris uh campaign into the white house um is growing frustrated yeah um and how about in other you know, when you're looking at the last year, is there any other, like, is there, has there been less deportations? Has there been less people in, put in detention? Is there any other figures that you can point to that, uh, that you've seen any changes or has there been no change or, or could you speak to that? 
Yeah, when it comes to when it comes to immigration, the the detention population, um, specifically that is is being um uh housed by the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency. You know what we're seeing is that the population numbers that the the agency was was holding at the end of the Trump administration and the beginning of the Biden administration, so January of twenty twenty one. Um, was at as was at a historical low. I mean, it, it, we had not seen figures that low since the at, at all this century. Meaning, since the existence of the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency um, as a as a as a as an entity, um, and and slowly um, the the numbers started to 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 go up. Um, under the Biden administration, um, they they are they are down from that um, point right now in January of 2022, um, but they're still above where where um, where they were when the Biden administration inherited um, the 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 reins of the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency. So um, what we're um, uh, seeing is that um, the Biden administration is 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 very much following the pattern set by the Obama administration. Now, the Obama administration famously presided over the largest immigration detention population in the history of the United States prior to the Trump administration. So we had one record surpassed by another record. We are not yet seeing under the Biden administration a return to those record setting um, practices under under Obama and, and certainly not under under Trump. But we are seeing that immigration detention is taking its um, its place as a as a centerpiece of the way in which the Biden administration approaches immigration policy. Um, and, uh, and I suppose I should say that that is not at all a surprise because um, on the campaign trail, um, the neither, neither then Vice President Biden nor then Senator uh, Harris ever really promised uh, a departure from that. Yes, they, depart, they, they, they promised to, to, to depart from the worst aspects of the Trump administration. And there were many, right, to, to focus on. And so I think that was sort of, in a way, it was kind of a, an out, right? It was a way for them to meaningfully um, distinguish themselves from the Trump administration, but without having to tackle that hard, the hard questions of how they were going to, going to distinguish themselves from the Obama administration. And what we're seeing is, I think, a return to to the the, the the prior um democratic administration which of course should be no surprise given that you know now president biden was vice president biden at that time i imagine what you're saying would be or is, is going to come as a surprise to some people um and uh it it makes me think about you know when you think about the longer history and how how when you're discussing the biden administration it's we're often thinking just comparing it to trump but you're saying well let's look back to Obama. So I have a couple like questions in terms of like the buildup of like the immigrant detention system that we have now and the bipartisan nature of it. Could you speak to that like over the longer period of the last couple decades or since the inception of ICE? And also, I'd also be curious to know um, with your expertise, you know, the the um, 
what kind of misconceptions in the general public do you often come upon when you're looking at immigration detention? Right. So, so um, when when um, migrating to prison, um, my book migrating to prison came out. It was it was um, December twenty nineteen. Um, so we were fully in the middle of the Trump administration. And so when I would talk to people about it, most people um, would assume that I wrote it in response to the Trump administration. And I would say, no, um, maybe it's just because I'm a slow writer, but um, maybe it's just the, the publication process. But it takes a long time to, to write and then, you know, actually release a book. I actually started writing this, the book, and certainly I, I came up with the idea and I pitched the, the, the idea um, during the Obama administration. And I, I did that because what I was seeing was that the population numbers were growing, right? Conditions were, get, were, were, were really bad and it was really difficult to get people to wrap their minds around the fact that this could be happening under a democratic administration, under a fairly liberal democratic administration, right? And a, a sort of a historical uh, administration like that of President Obama. And so, yeah, I think it is absolutely critical to think about the historical perspective and to think about the bipartisan enthusiasm that we've seen going back to the, the 1980s in which Republicans and Democrats, whether it was under Reagan or whether it was under Bush or Clinton or moving forward right into the present day, we've always seen um, a, a, a willingness by the president, uh, whoever that is, and, and, and members of Congress to support an expanding immigration detention population um, going back at least at least now for four decades. Um, Congress has been willing to fund it. Administrative, uh, the uh, presidential administrations have been willing to operate it. Yes, the Republicans and Democrats will sometimes disagree on just how broadly exactly who, how many people, you know, how, uh, uh, what exactly should be um, the, the, the willingness of the administration to make uh, access to counsel a little bit easier or a little bit harder, right? So on the edges, he certainly, there, there are some dis distinctions. And for some people, those are meaningful distinctions. But in, in, in the, in, at, at the core, um, Republican and Democratic administrations, Republicans and Democrats in Congress have supported um, uh, legislation going back to the 80s, like the Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1986 and the Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1988 and the Immigration Act of 1990 and in the late 90s, the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act of 96 and so on and so on and so on and policies that one administration enacts and, and, and another one reiterates or changes and slightly, um, you know, these, this is not, we're not in a situation in which um, the Trump administration inaugurated a, a policy from scratch. Yes, they, 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 they weaponized things. They made things worse, right? They took things to extremes that in some instances were um, difficult to imagine in the past, but the, but the, the, they did not inaugurate wholly new policies out of uh, out, out of thin air. And and the Biden administration is 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 very much returning to that more standard um, practice without without the the flares of the Trump administration either in rhetoric or in policy, um, but very much um, still still uh, resulting in an immigrant de detention population. Um, that uh, on an average uh, basis, on an average day, is still hovering around twenty thousand people um, who who are in ISIS custody every every single day. Yeah, I'm curious about that. Do you think that um, because you talked initially about the rhetorical shifts, right? Um, with the with the incoming Biden Harris administration, 
and how they're welcome, right? They're the how talking about enforcement and detention is not like the the during the Trump administration we got used to just like Trump saying whatever he he wanted and coming off very uh I mean just even racist, right? Um and uh so you have that shift. But the thing that I'm thinking about that shift is with that shift, a rhetorical shift, but when you continue the same policy and you still have as many people in, in like incarcerated or in, in detention, does that um does that mask what's going on? Does that sort of put a like a happy face but on the same thing? Or what are what is your take on that? Yeah, and so so let me be, let me be clear. Look, the Trump administration um, uh, at, at its high high water mark, there were over fifty thousand people who who ICE was detaining on a given day. You know, right now or at the end of uh, December, rather, um, you know, so mid December, there were um, shy of twenty two thousand people. So so that's a meaningful difference um, to to be sure. Um, so I, I don't want to I don't want um, to pretend that that's not meaningful but but I, but i i think your your point is 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 well taken that you know even if we're not looking at the high water mark of the trump administration um you know over the course of the four years the pattern was was very similar to what we're seeing now um and that detention is really an important part of the administration's immigration um uh policy uh framework um and and to the extent that the the rhetoric has shifted dramatically and it has um in a way that i think is is positive you know does that sort of mean that it's easy to ignore the reality that there are still almost 22,000 people, right, who are locked up, who, who, um, who are separated from families, who can't go to work, um, who in many instances can't access lawyers or social workers who might help them navigate what is a high stakes um, immigration legal process um, with extremely meaningful um, consequence, uh, consequences that result from that. You know, I think um, I, I think the rhetoric can um, mask that um, uh, because it, 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 it means that, you know, there isn't always um, a, a soundbite that gets our attention. You know, and President Trump famously did that quite well. He was great um, at catching at saying things that were almost impossible to to ignore, even if you wanted to, not only because of the fact that he was the president of the United States, but also because of the way that he said that, right? So denigrating human beings, right? In 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 in, in the acerbic, racist, misogynistic way that you know he was famous for, for lots of people in the United States, we know that that was attractive. Um, that is attractive. Um, for many others, that was repulsive. Um, and you know whether whether it was repulsive or whether it was attractive, it was always eye catching, right? Um, and he was he was he he is great at, at doing that in the way that salesmen are great at at, at doing that. Um, but I think you know for 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 you know us now living under the Biden Biden Harris administration, I think it's important to 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 be cognizant of the fact that even if you know the the president and the vice president aren't giving us this sort of impossible to ignore the the uh, soundbite. 
you know, we do need to be thinking uh, hard about what exactly the administration is doing. How is it treating other human beings? How is it, what is it doing on our behalf? And there, I think we do see a lot of uh, similarities. There are still companies that are making, the same companies that are making um, lots of money off of locking up uh, immigrants. There are still asylum seekers. There are still uh, people with green cards um, that, uh, who, are, who are being um, held in immigration prisons throughout the United States. They're still having a, a trouble getting lawyers. Lawyers. They're still having trouble uh, seeing social workers. They're, um, you know, it's still hard for journalists to get into these facilities and figure out what's happening. Um, and so um, I think in terms of the practice of immigration detention, you know, we're seeing that the, that the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency's um, in infrastructure that was um, built under uh, President Obama, um, that was high, highly charged under President Trump, remains uh, in place under President Biden. Yeah, that's so that brings me to the question about 2022. As we as we enter this new year, what what do you think we're going to see from the Biden Harris administration this year? What should people be looking for? What should activists be looking at? I think we should be seeing whether the Biden administration cowers to the right um, in 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 fear of of um, the November elections, the midterm elections. Um, you know, I think we should we should be concerned that they're going to try to follow the Obama administration playbook of of trying to woo um, you know Republican uh, voters. Um, and 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 my worry is that um, that that we will see that. And my worry is that that the way that we'll see that play out is by hardening the line when it comes to immigration policy, because they're going to get attacked on that. They're going to get attacked from the from the the the, the Ted Cruz's and the Josh Hawley's. I mean, they're going to be they're going to get attacked from the Lauren Boebert's you know, of the world. Um, and 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 um, you know, in the members of Congress, uh, the House in particular, that. Um, are facing um, tough, tough uh, elections. You know, I think I think um, the the Democratic Party, you know, is is facing a sort of a, a crossroads. You know, are they are they going to 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 take a a, a position that that stands um, uh, strongly in defense of of immigrants, or are they going to do what is sort of practiced um, for many Democrats, um, which is, which is, you know, uh, cower um, in the face of what are unrelenting attacks on immigrants um, from uh, all the way from you know, former President Trump, um, who be endorsing and campaigning on behalf of candidates um, to, you know, to those candidates um, them, themselves. And so um, that's what I'm looking um, for um, in terms of the politics of immigration um, and, and in terms of the, uh, the, the, the policies, you know, I think we're going to, I'm looking to see how exactly are, are, um, the numbers going to, going to be shaping out. Will, uh, will the, will the, um, immigration detention population, you know, start heading back upwards as the campaigns start heating up, you know, is that going to result in more people being locked up? Are we going to see, um, uh, the administration actually try to, turn that campaign promise of, of 
curtailing uh, for-profit attention into reality, or are they just going to sort of throw up their hands and say, we have, we have better things to do with our time, um, or, you know, that wasn't the real, that wasn't the real promise. That was just the, you know, words, 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 words that we, 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 we put up on our website. Um, you know, so far we haven't seen much action on that. Um, and, and, and I'm, I'm curious to know whether, um, that, that'll remain, uh, true. And then what we see in the courts and we see the administration, um, continuing to defend vigorously um, uh, policies and practices that are uh, from the Trump administration days. Um, and, and, and I think that's one of those areas where there's no, there's no reason why you know, uh, parties, um, including the federal government, um, regularly go back on uh, switch, switch, switch tactics um, in the middle of litigation. Um, and we've seen, we've seen that, um, we see that regularly when one, um, president leaves office and another comes in and, um, we've seen that under the, the Biden administration and we, but, but we haven't seen it in the immigration context. And so we're seeing, um, sort of what is standard practice in the immigration context, which is, doesn't really matter who's the president. They all, they all, they're all fairly consistently, um, supportive of hardline stances, on immigration policies, expanding ICE's ability to attain more people and, and limiting the court's ability to second guess that. Um, and we're seeing that already and be curious to see um, exactly how that plays out in, in the coming months. Do you see any, any uh, room for hope at all or any sort of ways that things can be improved? Yeah, I do. Look, I think the Biden administration um, is so. There's two parts to it. There's the there's the folks who are who we all uh, uh, think of, right? The the so the elected officials, like the president, and the vice president, and the, the the cabinet secretaries that who who appear on TV and in newspapers on a regular basis. And then there's all the lower level folks um, who are who 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 have um, a meaningful amount of power. Um, within a particular agency, within a particular unit, um, and I think a lot of those people are actually good people who are trying to 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 turn the enormous bureaucracy that is the federal government, that is the Department of Homeland Security and Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency in particular, um, and you know that takes time, that takes effort, um, and that takes a, a lot of people. And I think a lot of those folks are there. I think they need they need political cover, right? They need they need the administration from from the White House down to the to the political appointees at the at the departments, at DHS um, and and ICE, you know, to give them the room to make the changes that some of these folks, some of whom you know, I've known for many years are really smart people, people, good-hearted people who want to do that, but they need the political cover because immigration is nothing if not a highly politicized area of law and policy. Um, and, and so I think for, for folks on the outside, right, for people who are, who are engaged with, with, with what's going on um, in, in, in our country, you know, I think continuing to pressure elected officials, continuing to, to pressure the, 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 the administration you know, to, to, to at least give these folks some, the, the room that they need to do the work that I think they know how to do. I think a lot of them want to be able to do that for me is is where there's an enormous amount of uh, of hope um and at the local level i think there are lots of um under the trump administration activists really focused on 
city councils, county commissions, state uh, legislatures, and I think that that focus has not shifted um, at all. Um, and 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 I'm 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 hopeful that we'll continue to see um, some really um, progressive um, uh, changes and, and and new policies get enacted at the state and local level. Um, um, and and you know that's that's completely separate from what whatever's happening in Washington. Yeah, and um, one last question in in your book, migrating to prison. Um, at the end of the book, you you advocate for um the abolition of the immigrant detention system, and maybe we could that would be a interesting place to end just to hear what your thoughts on that, what you mean by that, and why you think that's a, that would be a good idea. Yeah, when when I say that that we should abolish immigration prisons, I think that means that we should just abolish immigration prisons. We should not have them. We should close them down. Um, and the sooner the sooner the better. And we should turn that uh, spending all of those billions of dollars um toward actually helping uh people who are trying to navigate what is um always a sort of a precarious existence in the United States. Um, even for those of us who have the for good fortune of of U.S. citizenship and 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 stable employment, you know, living in the United States is never easy. Um, and, uh, and, and, and as a result, I think, you know, we should re, re, repurpose, um, the, the billions of dollars, quite literally billions of dollars that ICE gets every year to, to operate the detention system, to providing social workers and lawyers and, and case managers for, for folks who are navigating treacherous, um, tre treacherous waters that are immigration law and policy, um, and, um, you know, of course, I, I don't see that happening in the current political environment, but, you know, that's that's OK. You know, no, uh, uh, major, major shifts in politics don't happen from one day to the next. So we didn't end up with the immigration detention population and, and, and prison system that we have today from from one day to the next. We're not going to unravel it from one day to the next. But I think we have to keep uh, um, our eyes on the um, a focus on the fact that you know, there are people who are being locked up, but the justification is, you know, they, they, they'll, they'll endanger the community or they, 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 they won't show up. And, you know, the reality is we know that's not true. We know that most people show up for, for, for court dates. We know that most people um, are not out endangering um, the, the community. And we know that we have a really um, uh, biased uh, legal process in which there are lots of people out there who are endangering the community um, who get away with it, um, who are not policed, um, who are not prosecuted, who are not imprisoned. Um, and you know, I think that 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 is a, a it is is extremely troubling to 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 throw uh, migrants um, behind uh, barbed wire simply because they, you know they dared um, to to move from one place to another on the face of the earth doing what people have been doing for millennia um, uh, and but but they happen to do so um, across borders and without the federal government's permission. Thank you so much, Cesar. This this is very informative and insightful. I really appreciate it. Where can um people reach you or see you, see your work? So the best place to get a hold of me is at my um, website, crimmigration.com, C-R-I-M-M-I-G-R-A-T-I-O-N.com. Um, and you can uh, get access to my books and uh, my articles and, and learn more about um, me uh, through there. Thank you so much. All right, take care.